So the first, so the first video game that we ever beat, my brother and I, um, we had a Super Nintendo. We had Turtles in Time, and uh, we stayed up basically all night. We were kids. We stayed up all night in his bedroom to beat that game. Turtles in Time. Yeah, Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a Turtles in Time. Uh, Arcade game, but there was also a, a version of it for Super, Super Nintendo, and um, yeah, we uh, and then after that we got to where we could beat it. You know, we basically whittled, whittled our time down. We beat it more than once, and got where we were faster and faster at beating it. But yeah, that was the first game that we ever really we at some point you know we'd been staying up playing it, and at some point in the night you realize, oh, we could probably if we just stay at it, we could probably beat this thing and. We just stayed up and kept playing it. 3 a.m., you're like, your reaction time is gone. Not when you're a kid. How much Mountain Dew you've had. Yeah. That's true. When you're a kid, it's better. This episode not sponsored by Mountain Dew or Super Nintendo. Back then, no, that was that would have been pre-Coat Red. I was going to say. We were sponsored by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I would love it. Oh, you love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do. But anyway, that's that's the first one that I said. So what's the order of Nintendo? You have the NES, and then you have... Super Nintendo, SNES, Super yeah. Nintendo. So I was kind of shocked that y'all were playing a Super Nintendo as young as you are. So, that uh, threw me a little bit. So uh, we were poor. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> so when Nintendo 64 came out, we got a Super Nintendo. Gotcha. Right. So. I didn't have a, 64, a Nintendo 64 until I had until we were married, I think. I, got, I asked for one for Christmas, and Mom got me one for Christmas because yeah. we wanted to play the old... Like Smash Brothers, and I wanted to play Pokemon Stadium. And Did you ever play Goldeneye? Oh yeah, they love Goldeneye. Where you hunt point, each other down? Oh at man! At some point, I stood in the corner and I'm like, "Just kill me! I'm not, I'm not good at this." Love game. It. At some point, yeah, at some point, we took our Super Nintendo and all the games and sold it. Ah. And got a super got a 64 Nintendo 64. Oh it. okay, yeah. And we kind of did that a few times, but yeah, I, I wish we still had the Super Nintendo. But no, um, better than Goldeneye. Perfect, already lost me. Perfect Dark. I hadn't heard of that. It's from the same people, and it basically fixes all the problems of Goldeneye. It's another... Ah, okay. So, the weird kind of reverse... Yeah. All that all that weird backward stuff, all that's fixed with Perfect Dark. That's awesome. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a big shooter for... What's up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode 77. That's great. Where the intro was about Nintendo... I hope you're doing great, and I've done messed up my patter, but over here's JL, and over there's JR, and Hannah Hannah is with us today. <laughs> like, what are you going to call me today? Yeah, I call you different things. Yeah. Everybody's doing well? Yeah, doing well. It's It's been a busy week. as as pretty typical anymore. How about oh, you? Yeah. Oh, man. It's a terrible week. Horrific. But That's all right. Yeah. We're, we're here tonight. We're here. We're tonight. We made it. We're going to talk about... Uh, Superstitions, yes. Uh, particularly, we're gonna we're gonna start off talking about people being superstitious about the number thirteen. And I just have to go ahead and get the Michael Scott thing out of the way that some people aren't superstitious; they're just a little stitious. Yes. Yep. Who was wearing that shirt? I don't know what shirt no. you're talking about. Seth was wearing a Michael Scott shirt. This. This isn't gonna yes. mean this isn't gonna mean anything to our listeners. Yes, he was wearing a Michael Scott superhero shirt, and I was really confused. Oh, um, the 
Prison Mike? No, the Prison Mike. The, the Midnight. Oh, uh, threat level midnight. Threat level midnight. Threat level midnight. Uh, threat level. Uh, threat level. Uh. Yeah. So it was Michael Scott as a, you know, James Bond character kind that of thing. That is awesome. That's One of my favorite funny. movies of all time. You can watch it in thirty minutes. So, John, are you uh you superstitious about anything? Um, evidently, yes, I am. Okay. Um, it's just a cultural thing. Uh, I have been known to knock on wood. Uh. Today, I took today is uh, my wife and myself's twenty third wedding anniversary. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I've already told y'all earlier that I've had a great time. I feel horrible for her, um, but anyway. Uh, but at lunch today, we went to a place in Winston Salem here in North Carolina that we love for lunch. Uh, we went to the early service at church, and then we uh, took off for Winston for early lunch, and. Uh, the salt would not come out of this. It's so weird that this happened today that we're recording this, but the salt would not come out of the shaker. So finally she flipped it upside down because it wasn't going to come out and pulled the bottom off and poured a little out and, you know, put it on her food, just a sprinkle or two. But then in trying to put the bottom back on, she spilled some. And I was like, baby, you gotta, she's like, are you serious? I said, yeah, you gotta. And she threw a little over her shoulder, you know? Um, but uh, our, so we've had two wrecks since we've been married and uh, some doofus thought he was too close to the railroad tracks, thought the arm was going to come down on his truck and he just plowed. He didn't know anybody was behind him. My daughter had pulled up behind him and he just slammed the hitch of his truck through her radiator. Today? No, no, no. This is, but so we've got two wrecks in our family. And, um, but the other one was on Friday the 13th and it was Carrie and this lady hit her. And totaled her car. She was fine, but uh, but I thought about that. Um, I don't. There's not. I mean, there's only 365 days in the year. You know what I mean? And so your chances of Friday the 13th are actually greater than you think. Yeah. Of landing on a Friday the 13th. But to answer your question, I am a little bit stitious. Okay. You. Um, I'm sure there are things like that that. I, I've never done the salt thing. I didn't even know about the salt thing for the longest time. No. Oh, yep. Okay. Um, but I, uh, I'm sure there are things if you may, you may, it's one of those things where you may know more, Hannah may know more yeah, about it's, yeah, how I respond to your things. Your spouse answers better. Yeah. Um, so cause there's nothing that immediately like, comes to mind for I mean, me. Like, as, you're not going to walk under a ladder. Because you're too tall. But that's common sense. It is common that's, sense. As I say, I feel like that's more of a safety thing. Like yeah. stuff's going to fall off the ladder. You're going to bump the ladder and knock the guy off of it or whatever. It's why, just not Why smart. are you going to stoop to walk under the ladder when it's just as quick to walk around it? Right. Yeah. And in looking at this, you know, you told me that what you were going to be. I looked at a couple of things and some of the explanations were so completely ludicrous. Yeah. Um. And and most of them involved Christianity, and I've been a practicing Christian my lot my basically my entire life, and I, most ninety nine percent of them I had never ever ever heard of. Yeah, like the latter thing, this guy on another podcast was saying it's because they 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 stuck a ladder on the cross and crawled up there to crucify Christ. And I I mean okay. what I'd never ever ever heard of that. Yeah, no, know? crucify. I wasn't there, so I don't know. 
Well, I don't know that. Well, we don't know that for yeah. sure. But yeah. But I just never heard that's, that. Most... That's the typical way crucifixions were done, what you just described. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's what we assume. Yeah. But it's just some. And there were others that were just beyond, to me, ludicrous. You know what I mean? I was like, really? Come on, y'all. So let's. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about the number thirteen. A let's little get bit. to the real reason and why we're scared of the number thirteen. So, not liking the number thirteen, I, I figured this might be a, a Western thing, and it is somewhat. But yeah. some of this stuff goes back into Persia and some of these other cultures that generally wouldn't be considered the West. So, there's a thing in in Western culture, and apparently in other cultures as well. Where we don't like, we're a little superstitious of the number 13, or at least some people are. Mm-hmm. And it could be the number 13 in general, like with regard to buildings not having a 13th floor. Right. I think I read a statistic that is something something in the neighborhood of like 80% of high rise buildings in the US do not have a number 13th floor. I don't think I've been in a hotel with a 13th floor. I mean, they do have a 13th floor. It's just called 14. It's just called 14. 14. Yeah. They just skip from 12 to 14. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it surprised me that it was that large, you know, it's that large for a percentage. It could be that, or it could be it's unlucky as it comes to gambling or sports numbers. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Never we'll won a to, Super Bowl. We'll, we'll get to that one. Poor Dan. And then, of course, Friday the 13th, which we'll get to a little bit. The date, uh, not the movie. But in trying to find why we don't like right. Friday, we don't like 13. There's not a there's not a real clear answer. There's a lot of, well, maybe this, maybe this. Here's a, here's a list of reasons. Yeah. So we'll kind of we'll kind of just tackle a list of reasons here that are typically given for why we don't like the number thirteen. I don't care about the number thirteen one way or the other. You're wearing a number thirteen on the back of your shirt currently, Hannah. I am wearing I a 13 noticed, on the back of my shirt. I noticed that your volleyball Amazing. your volleyball shirt. Yes. And I think I was number 13 my sophomore year. Of college? Ball. Yeah, okay. college. I was what are the 13. chances? Evidently pretty good. Apparently. Yeah. You know what number they don't like in the East? In China, they don't like four. And Japan. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, in both languages, it sounds like the word for death. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just like the name Todd in Germany. <laughs> you don't use it. Yeah. Well... Yeah. In, yeah. Okay. Yep. So here's here's some reasons given for why people don't like the number thirteen. Why thirteen is considered unlucky, or why superstitious people don't like it. Okay. One of the reasons is there were thirteen people at the Last Supper. Ran across that, and yeah. Judas is considered to be considered the thirteenth person to walk in. And in the painting, the famous painting. You can always pick him out quickly because he's the only person whose face is in shadow. Okay. And it's really hard. If you look for the money bag, it's harder to see. So um, he's always on the left of Christ, not the right. Mm -hmm. Well, he's on Christ's right, but he's on the viewer's left. Yeah. Okay. So he's on the left hand of the painting for the viewer. And the easiest way to find him is just go down the line towards Christ from the left, and you'll see a person whose face is completely in shadow. Mm -hmm. And yeah. How do you say... What's do you know the correct pronunciation of the the Jewish month that looks like Nissan? I've always said Nissan. Okay. I wasn't sure Nissan or Nissan or I'm sure I'm pronouncing it wrong, but Okay. Yeah. So uh, many believe that the crucifixion occurred 
on the 13th day of, of Nissan. On a Friday. There's one. Um, actually, I hadn't thought about that also fitting into the Friday the 13th. Yeah. But that, that okay. And Jason was not there. Jason. At Golgotha. <laughs> He's not uh, there. Um, there may be someone named Jason. Maybe. But not the Jason. That's right. According to popular lore, there were uh, 13 steps leading up to the gallows. Yep. In reality, gallows varied widely. Um, you know, if we did a, if we had, if if we animated our episodes, the the picture for this one would be three crosses and Jason Voorhees standing at the base of the hill. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, we're all on the same level. But I, I, I'm I'm uh, channeling my Mark Lowry right now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, thirteen um, steps to the gallows. Mm-hmm. That's not really true, but it's it's popular lore. Um, Stuff we make up. The uh, the park ranger at Fort, Fort Smith Historic Site is noted for saying there were 13 steps on the gallows, 12 up and one down. Nice. Very interesting. So they the would, last one's a doozy. They would tend to try to add one to make 13 or, you know, Say it in such a way that there's 13 steps. Yeah, there weren't actually 13. So evidently, in classical times, they wanted the they wanted it to be an even number. It bothers me if it's an odd number. Does it? Because I have a bad habit of counting steps. I do too. Off them, and if it's an odd number, I'll be like, eh. yeah. Everything everything I've seen just basically says it varied a lot. Yeah. I mean, half the time they just put you on a horse cart and hang you and pull the cart away. You know. Oh, okay. So the gallows, yes. Yeah. That was more if you didn't have an established gallows, like Correct. a prison yard or in the town center, because public executions were entertainment. One of the main things given for specifically why people don't like Friday the 13th is the goes back to the mass arrest and execution of the Knights Templar, mm-hmm. which happened on Friday the 13th, 1307. Um we are tracking together on this one, buddy. Yep, that's what I saw, too. I mean, there's really only so much you can yeah. do with this, because there's not a lot of clear stuff other than just a bunch of lists. But yeah. Basically, uh, French King Philip IV lost a war with England and became heavily indebted to the Knights Templar. So he conspired with Pope Clement V to have them all arrested, charged with Satanism, and massacred. <laughs> What's a charge? Because he it? owed them money. Yeah, so the satanic panic goes further back than you think. <laughs> um, thirteen oh seven. Traditionally, thirteen oh seven. Traditionally, a witch's coven is considered to have thirteen members. Um, now that's not necessarily the case, but and you know who the thirteenth person is at a witch's coven? Satan. So um, I didn't run across that. All right, did you run across Balder and Loki? Uh, yes. You did? Okay. Yes. All right. So Balder's mother. And okay. We'll, okay, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that one. She's the thirteenth yeah. that makes it really happy or happen happen, not happy happy, but happen happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, the tradition that thirteen letters in a name means the name is cursed. Oh no! Hold on. In in a single like first, y'all are both counting on your fingers, and it is hilarious. Yeah. Well, hey, you should trust okay. me. Well, see, my full name's Jonathan, so there's I've got way more than thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. First and last, it's 10, and add the middle name, and it's way longer than that. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm, a, I'm 6 and... I'm 11. Okay. 6 and 5. So, some examples of this. 
And I did it without counting on my fingers. Oh, here we go. All Charles, right. Charles Manson. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Are you counting the the? Yep. Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, wait a minute. Jack the Ripper is not his name. No, but it's all we have of him. It's like, his nomenclature. <laughs> is that right? What his, you no, I mean, his, yeah, some of his, these get some of these get silly. Nom de plume, whatever that. Nom de plume. Yeah. Yeah. Jack the Ripper, Jeffrey Dahmer. Really? Theodore Bundy. Okay. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Albert DeSalvo. Albert DeSalvo. And, and Adolphus Hitler. Oh, old Addy Hitler. Wow. Oh, boy, he, he caused real trouble in the world. Man. They all did. Yeah. I, all I, did. I would say Hitler caused the most. Yeah. 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 Uh, the ancient Persians. Now, now we got to say, though, that, you know, I'm a little stitious like Michael Scott on The Office. However, I will say when it comes to numerology, it's just it gets ridiculous because you're going to find what you're looking you're gonna for. You're going to find patterns. Yeah. yeah. If exactly. you're like, ooh, the number 18. Then when you go home and you spill the macaroni, you're gonna realize, oh, I spilled 18 pieces of macaroni. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna start seeing coincidences everywhere. Right. And I've actually and I've actually skipped over some of the numerology stuff just because it's it's too ridiculous to even get into. But um, some of it we'll have to talk about. The ancient Persians divided history up into four chunks of three thousand years. Okay. Um, All right. Four chunks. It's that's, that's twelve thousand years. Yep. Most scholars in looking at this feel that. They viewed the start of the thirteenth thousandth year. Okay, so at the end of that time period, end of the world, as as chaos. Oh. It's, it's the climactic battle of evil against good. Is that when Trump was elected? <laughs> I was wondering. Is that what we're living in right now? That's when that that gorilla, what's his face, passed away, and everything went to Harambe. God, and everything went to crap. Yeah. <laughs> you have to go? Why'd you die, Arambe? You sent us into 13th chaos. Sports greats with jersey number 13 sometimes come up short. Marino. You talked about Dan Marino. There's another one, too. He is usually at the really close to the top of best Super Bowl quarterback or best quarterbacks to never win a Super Bowl. Right. Also, Steve Nash. Yep. Steve Nash was two-time NBA MVP. He's considered one of the all-time greatest point guards. Him. He had him and his number 13 jersey never won a championship. Right. Did he change his number and then win a championship? No. no. Uh-uh. And I'm sure you can find lots of examples of people who wore 13 who were wildly successful. And there's a baseball but, great that so, wore 13. And who was that? Shoot. You come across that one. And the entire time he was with his team, they never won a World Series. Hmm. Super Bowl 13. Okay. Was a huge financial setback for sports bookies. All people didn't want to bet. No, they it did. Was a, it was, a it was actually the opposite problem. Oh, okay. It pitted the Dallas Cowboys against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I could care less about that one. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. But money just kept pouring in from Texas and Pennsylvania at such a rate that the spread settled precisely at the game's actual spread. Really? So the bookies lost their shirts, like, both <laughs> ways. Didn't matter what happened, they lost their shirts. Wow, okay. If that's above your head, look it up a little bit, do a little research, you'll love it. Other reasons, um, dear listener, in tarot card reading, um, the number 13 symbolizes death. That T-A-R-O-T, is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, 
but it could mean death of suffering or a new beginning. So it's not necessarily negative, but it does refer to death. Oh, okay. So it could be the death of an illness that you have. Correct. Yeah. Okay. It's really I never thought of that. It's generic as all that right. kind of it stuff is, is. Yeah. yeah. So that it can have a way to still work out. <laughs> yep. In Norse mythology. Here we go. And it sounds like maybe you came across some other stuff with this. So yeah. I'll let you. There's a couple of things I came across with this. One is that at a gathering of the gods, essentially when in Norse mythology you're introduced to Loki. Loki is the 13th person. Mm-hmm. Like it's 12 gods and then Loki shows up. He's yep. 13. Um, and another in the story we talked about when we talked about Loki where he killed Baldur. He was the thirteenth person to come to his funeral. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I feel like Loki would do that on purpose. Norse mythology also right. believed that if thirteen people gathered at once, one of them would die in the upcoming year. Okay, kind of tying back to this stuff, right? Did you have other stuff with? The only other thing was that so Baldur's mother, you know, Loki killed him, and Baldur's mother. Um, if she shows up at the witch's coven, she's always the 13th one or something like that. Yeah. There's a... Uh... So how do you know she shows up? Like, is there just some lady who... 13th outside? person walks up, Jack. You're, uh-oh, here we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, the one number... So there's a positive 13, and that is like in Judaism, the uh, the bat mitzvah or the bar mitzvah is on the 13th birthday. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um, Traditionally... You know, in our Western society, 13 is when you're no longer a kid, you're a teenager. Right. Like, and I don't know if that's just because of the... The lingo. The lingo, because it's 13, or if it's based on that tradition yeah. right there. And yeah. now, it, like at a uh, at a Jewish synagogue, you can't pull out the Torah. You can't read from Torah until there's 12 adults. Until there's 12 people that are at least 13 or older. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Is that a 12 tribes reference? It's like a 12 know. tribes thing? Okay. I have no idea. We'll we'll get into a little more of the so a few of the positive areas that thirteens viewed positive the rare positive thirteen outlook. Um, one. one that I came across a number of times, but I also came across how it's been disproven. A popular myth with this is that in the um, Steel of Hammurabi, okay, uh, the thirteenth code was omitted. Like they skipped, like like you do with floors. They went oh, okay. from to fourteen. Okay. It turns out, culturally, they had no problem with 13. That was a mistake by someone who was translating it much later. Really? But it's kind of gone down. I even came across, even now, websites and, and sources that said, oh, it's because Hammurabi's code, they skipped number 13. Well, no, they just... That's translator goof. Yeah, there's a lot of self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Kind of. That's not the right, but you know what I mean. Yep. You find what you're looking for with this stuff. Yep. In Greek culture... They're not worried about Friday the 13th. They're worried about Tuesday the 13th. Huh. And that's because the fall of Constantinople in the fourth, so the fourth crusade happened on Tuesday, April 13th, 1204. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Egypt kind of had a mixed relationship with 13. It was associated with death, but it was also just associated with the afterlife, which was seen more positively. Have you ever had anything bad happen to you on the 13th, Jared? No, I can't say that I have. Okay. There was a uh, there was a weird place here in town where they did some like witchcraft related things, mostly when I was a kid or before I was born. But the place still existed. So at the end of that school. street down here on the way to it's gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. 
But we went there, you know, we would be one of those, oh, well, we got to go see that kind of thing. So we went there in high school and it was, well, you got to go there on Friday the 13th. So we, we went and, you know, all the myths around, well, there was a pit of marbles. And they say, if you take a pit, if you take a marble out of that pit, you know, I know so-and-so that happened. He did, and you know, he wrecked his car the next day or whatever. We all took marbles out of the pit and nothing bad ever happened to us, you know, kind of thing. That's it. Mm. Well, you uh, say that, but you don't know how long it took for something bad to happen to you. <laughs> it was mostly implied that it was like the next day or that week yeah. or whatever. Like that was 15 now, plus years ago. No, now, but you so. may have brought bad, you know what, on your house, Jared. Yeah, I'm not With worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Some people believe that cutting hair or nails on Friday the 13th can lead to a death in your family. That's just so weird. It's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is just so weird. Historically, there have been um, unfortunate events on the 13th. We've already talked about the fall of Constantinople. There were the Black Friday fires, the bombing of Buckingham Palace, the Kansas floods. There was a deadly cyclone in Bangladesh. Tupac died. And a freak blizzard in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> That's up there. Like, I know it affected a lot of people. Tupac died. Tupac dying is up there with all these other things yeah. that happened. That's all. I mean, it's, all, it's on the list. Uh, the fear of uh, Friday the 13th is known as... This is a mouthful. Yes. Harris Gavidatre... Ah, let me try that again. Parascovita catriophobia. Parascovita catriophobia. Mm. People who are scared of Friday the 13th. There is uh, enough people afraid of this that it is estimated that Friday the 13th results in financial losses of $800 million annually. People avoid marrying, uh, working, yes. business transactions, all of this stuff around. People being terrified of the number 13. I'm going to try it here. All right. Parascheva decatriophobia. That's probably closer. It looks like the entire alphabet. I saw the one that, that one. Frigga, Frigga trisca decaphobia. I think so, that's, just, that's just the fear of 13, I think. Um, Frigga is Balder's mom. Okay. I thought, that's what I was wondering when I saw that. I was like, wait a second, isn't that? That's her name. Yeah. Okay. Fear of. Freaking. I didn't. Rem- Fear I didn't of remember Baldur's that. Mom. That's right. I didn't remember that from uh, our Loki episode. <clears throat> uh, so a lot of the a lot of the fear of thirteen seems to be seems to stem from the fact that twelve in a lot of societies, including going back to the ancient Sumerians, twelve is considered a perfect number. Now, are people afraid of thirty nine and fifty two and one hundred and four? See, they're not, are they? I don't think so. Okay, but. You know, because they're divisible by 13. Yeah. yeah. The ancient Sumerians carried so much, car- cared so much about the number 12 and thought it was just the perfect number that they developed a a numerical system that we still use today. It's it's the reason why, you know, our calendar has 12 months and a day is composed of two 12-hour halves. So in the, with the idea of, of 12 being perfect, well, 13 is just odd. It's just... Oh, there it is. Odd. It is unusual. We should have called this podcast something about what makes us odd. Or the odd Halloween month. Yes. it's odd. Other reasons. We already talked about how four is unlucky in China. They actually like 13. Ooh. 
Makes you wonder if Alibaba uses 13 for its algorithm or something. There's an interesting one with uh, in the creation of calendars when monks were still making calendars. Monks? Yep. Okay. So when I hear monk, I picture Tony Shalhoub. So I picture a bunch of Tony Shalhoubs. A year with 13 full moons instead of 12 posed problems for the monks making the calendars. Um, oh, it probably throws Easter off. It kind of throws a lot of it throws a lot off, yeah. Of of church festivals, holidays off, yeah. Well, a typical century has thirty seven years that have thirteen full moons, so it's you know it's about a third of wow of the time. And a typical year has one point seven two Friday the thirteenth. Yep. What is it? if if the month if the first day of the month is a Sunday, you get a Friday the thirteenth. Ah, okay. Yeah. So, uh, some places were thirteen. In the West is considered good. All right. Here we go. Here we go. And there's not a lot. <laughs> in France, 13 was tr- traditionally considered a lucky number prior to the First World War. World, world, world War. There it is. Ah, world yeah. War. It just has World, world War. war. You sound like Charlie Brown's teacher when I'm trying to say it. I was going to say, you kind of you almost get into a Churchill accent there, like mumbling your words together. World War. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in, in, fact, in fact, it was a good luck symbol well, that was on. <laughs> in fact, 13 was a good luck symbol on uh, postcards and charms in France. Before World before, War One. Yep. Before the Great War. Before probably Americans and British messed it up. You know, right, like yeah. We brought over idea that it's bad. In Italy, uh, 13 was the uh, lucky number in Italian football polls. The Italian huh. expression fair tradici literally make 13 means to hit the jackpot. Oh, okay. Italian. Uh, in the U.S., Colgate University also considers 13 a lucky number. They do. This is weird. They were founded in 1819 by 13 men with $13, 13 prayers, and 13 articles. Yep. To this day, members of the Colgate community consider the number 13 a good omen. In fact, the campus address is 13 Oak Drive in Hamilton, New York. Dang it. I wanted to say that part. Yeah, that's right. And the male a cappella group is called Uh-oh. the Colgate 13. The Colgate 13? Yep. Nice. Okay. I always think of toothpaste when I hear Colgate. So that is, uh, that is the number 13 and the superstitions around it. Do you know what the you're probably not gonna the, the barbershop quartet that Fraser Crane was a member of in high school? They all also happened gotten that far. Oh, uh, they all also happened to be in the uh, chess club, so their barbershop quartet was called the Checkmates. Oh, okay. I just thought that was funny. That's a very Fraser Crane thing. Yeah, when we tested the mics, I did a little Niles Crane thing earlier. Dear listener. But uh so Hannah, are you stitious? A little stitious, I think. Um, we already talked about the ladders, but that's more of a common sense than anything else. What are you stitious about? Um, well, something that happened to me this morning, and it, it doesn't, I'd say it doesn't bother me, but then there's a little bit of... Oh, it does. Like, it does. Um, I stopped at a gas station this morning because I didn't have time to go get breakfast or coffee before church. So okay. I just stopped to get a drink and a couple other, like, Little protein bar things that ended up being expired, and I didn't check it because I was in a, I was in a rush, so I didn't eat them. But the total ended up being 
$6.66. Oh, okay. Um, You're good because the Greek is 616, so. Okay. The earlier Greek is 616. Oh, okay. No. But in any case, whenever she's, the, the lady rung up, the cashier told me the total, but then whenever I looked up at the, um, like where it shows you what your total is, it said 667. So I was like. So she added a I don't know. I don't know if she did that or if the cash register itself just doesn't have those three numbers. Oh, I would say she added that. I've run run into cashier's places that are like, I'm going to take, I'm going to add a penny or take away a penny because I can't charge that. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. That that, that one doesn't bother me. Yeah. A lot of people are big into that. A little, a little part of me, every time I see it or hear it, I'm like, yeesh. And um, when I was in college, there was like, Two weeks in where, like, almost every day. So, I only had classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Nice. And so, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'd come home about 5.30 when all my classes were over with. And I'd do my homework. And then my roommate and I would stay up way too late because she was on kind of like a second shift, third shift kind of sleep schedule. Yeah. So we would stay up late watching movies, playing video games or whatever. And you didn't have school the next day. And I didn't have school the next day. And during the winter, I didn't have work. So it didn't really matter. But I would, there would be times where I would go to bed around midnight and just be like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep. And for about two weeks, it was like every single night, I was waking up at 3.30 in the morning. (laughs) And about the fourth, after about the fourth day, I just, I grabbed my Bible off my bedside table and I walked back into the living room where my roommate was playing a video game. And she was like, you good? I'm like, yep. Sitting there on the couch, holding my Bible, watching her play video games. Hilarious. And she's like, are you sure? I'm like, yep. And about an hour later, I went back to bed, but I was like, this is freaking me out. So some listeners may not know that the three o'clock a.m. is considered the witching hour because, you know? it is it because it is, mocks the Trinity? Nope. It's the inverse of the hour Christ was crucified. Oh, yeah. Died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I need, yeah. So that is just a weird cultural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you would consider this. This might be more my mom being superstitious than me or just something weird. Um, when the there's a movie that came out a few uh, a long time ago, maybe in like 2004, it was called The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, great movie. Um, it came out. Great film. On my sister's birthday. Oh, nice. My sister's name is Emily Rose. Is it really? It is. Okay. But and that's a made-up name. It is, but yeah. it was still like it came out on her birthday, and and then a few years ago, there was a movie that came out on September 9th, which is my birthday. Okay, called The Haunting of Hannah Grace. Never seen. It. Oh, and your name's Hannah. And my name is Hannah Grace. Oh wow. Okay, nice. <laughs> so that is weird. My cousin uh, sent it to my mom on Facebook. She was like, "What's it with your girls in these names? Uh, in these um, scary movies?" Now you're not. You know? Do you know Emily? Read the real name of the girl. No. It's uh, Annalise Michelle in Germany. Wait a second. Wait a second. Was this the... Um, I've heard of this exorcism now. I didn't realize it was the one in... I didn't realize that's, that's what who, it was. That's who the Emily Rose film is modeled after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard the story of, about that exorcism. Yeah. So I, in thinking about this a little more... He's pretty good for off the cuff. Annalise <laughs> Michelle. Boom. Nice. Nice. So... <clears throat> 
there's a there's one that I'll reference when it comes up. I, I'm not superstitious about it, but like it's conscious enough that it's on your mind. If I'm playing cards and I get aces over eights, ah, dead man's hand. Yeah, you know, dead man's hand. You know, we'll mention. Oh, you you know you had dead man's hand. Um, but one that I'm absolutely convinced is true. Oh, I'm shocked here. Okay, all right. And I didn't think about this, but okay. The whole idea that bad things happen in threes. You familiar with the concept? Oh yeah. Okay. Because so, the washer goes out, and then my and then a car's leaking oil. I'm yeah. like, all right, don't anybody touch anything. Yeah, breathe. <laughs> right? Don't do yeah. anything. Just stand there. Yeah, because something else is about to burn. Yeah, so, I've seen this happen so many times. So I spent a couple. Ultimately, I think this is just us again finding patterns when we look for them. But when I was, you know, I spent some time couple of years as a firefighter in EMT and either nothing would happen when you were on shift or, or if one thing happened, three things would happen. Boom, boom, boom. It was never, it was never one or the other. It was always either slow day, which is great for the, you know, all the other people out there. It's great for the community. Yeah. If the firefighters and the EMTs are bored, but if one thing happened, three things were going to happen before the end of your shift. Yeah. So, yeah. I've got another one. Okay. The full moon. Yeah. Kids. Most teachers I know of are... And nurses. Yes. Yeah. They say the ER is just crazy so on a full kids moon. kids around... And I could tell because this past week has been crazy and tonight is a full moon. Hmm. It has school... And it could just be that, you know, we have fall break coming up. It's a two, two and a half day school week for us. So the kids know it. The parent or the parents know it. The teachers know it. We're just ready for a break. So it could just be them being crazy or it could be the full moon. Also... Well, crime tends to be worse on a full moon, probably in part because you can see without a flashlight to commit, to commit more crime, which also may contribute to the ERs being busier. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And I think there's one with nurses and midwives. More babies are born hmm. around a full moon. So we need to see your sister-in-law's on call tonight. If that's true. Or so not. we'll see if it's true. I know she, a couple week, a couple months ago, she, they had like four babies born. In like a twenty-four hour period. Wow, they like seem that. to always have a lot of babies being born. Though, they're just so I don't, very I don't busy. Know. Yeah, they're just always busy. Does that mean nine months before a full moon, people are like, "How you doing?" Well, nine months before a full moon would that also be a full moon? Probably. And full moons can also be kind of romantic, quote unquote. And it is my anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and open the window and be like, "Look, baby, it's the moon." It's the moon. <laughs> anyway, back to the number thirteen. <laughs> That's all I have on the number 13. That was well Superstitions. Done. Superstitions, so. yep. Um, weird cultural. Uh, if Man, if you get into some of the, It's neat to get into superstitions you've never, ever, ever run across. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the stuff in the Eastern cultures that I've bumped yeah. into that I, I was like, wow, okay. There's a lot. Totally different. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go in really into any more stuff because... I mean, we're at almost 45 minutes yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. what we've got. But, uh, but yeah, I did read up on some of the other ones out there. And there's, I mean, but for that matter, I didn't know about the salt one until I was, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Till, till maybe a decade ago. You know, yeah, there's, I was 20 something. There's some cultures that believe uh, before you lose your, is it before you lose your first tooth, you can see the dead. And once you lose your first tooth, um, you lose your ability to see the dead. Isn't that like the plot to the sixth sense? Don't say anything because people haven't seen it. Okay. No. I mean, 
That has no. nothing to do with dentistry. <laughs> well, I know, but you know, kids seeing dead people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was more. I made a root canal. It was more. My. It was more a joke, but that's all right. Well, well done, well done. That's the number thirteen. We continue on with our Halloween series next week. And this is not episode thirteen. And it's not. That's right. Yeah. Is seventy-seven divisible by thirteen? No. 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 So we're safe. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? Uh, no. All right, folks. You can find us on social media at WMUH Podcast. You can uh, email us WMUH Podcast at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Let us know what you're superstitious of. Or if you have a story. Or if you have a story. Or if, like Hannah said, or if you're just a little stitious. Yep. Uh, Like, rate, and subscribe, and tune in next week as our Halloween month continues. We'll see you then. Later.